episode 382 of texting hosted by myself justin vincent and jason roberts so i guess we have to a big thing we have to talk about is project superhero because you sir have been doing quite a good job on your i would say getting out of the gate on on some of this stuff well so if you remember last time my commitment wasn't to make a to make a positive change my commitment was just to post my numbers so whatever my whatever my commitment was is i will stick with that but my my commitment last time was i'm going to post my numbers every day with a view to making a positive change because i'm about i'm about to make a, a commitment to make a positive Mr. change hedging and pretty strong hedging there Justin. no 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 so, well because i knew that when i was posted when i first started posting my numbers they were going to be really bad well well okay well, hold on hold on hold on hold on let's let's <laughs> let's, let's talk really about your bad. wins your okay. wins are staying off the alcohol and the coffee. Oh yeah, that's yeah. what I'm talking about for first. That's that's I, I I just think you deserve, you know, some major props for okay. having get gotten this far. You know, forty one. I mean, forty wait, forty one days. Yeah, forty one days. Yeah, I mean that's great. I mean, I'm 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 really I'm 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 impressed. I mean, I think you're still in the in the madness range. You you're. Your madness can go anywhere from like two weeks to a few months. So we got to get out of that few months. We got to get escape velocity. I think escape velocity for you, like are just truly a life change, would be like six months. But, you know, good 40 days, this is solid. I mean, this is, especially the diet stuff. I mean, you, you know, diet and exercise stuff, you tend to fail on that much faster than you fail on like a new pro and like some other new change. So well, that's great. But the reason why I fail is because, so, that if you think back to the very first post that I posted about this, the words that I said was, "I know what to do now. Mm -hmm. I need to get rid of coffee and alcohol because they are the reason why I fail with all the other things, because they basically are the other saboteurs, you know. So it's impossible. Mr. Coffee, like, Mr. Yeah. Alcohol. <laughs> they're they're basically the saboteurs stopping me. Like I my 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 mind isn't strong to 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 commit to something. Because I'll tell you, it has been much harder to post those blood sugar numbers every day. Because right after, very very soon after the show, I I got the C, a CGM. I've got that plugged into me. It's it's monitoring my blood sugar all the time, and I'm posting into the, into the Discord every morning. And I just cannot describe to you the level of shame that I have felt each with each post, especially during the first like five to seven days. Um, and the only reason why I was able to stick with that is because <clears throat> the Sabbath, because believe me, I wanted a drink. I wanted a coffee. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like that's the way I get through that kind of mental anguish is by picking up one of those things and, and I don't have it available, but somehow I just have got some extra mental fortitude now well, because think, of being off it. I think you need to, because people who are on Discord don't know what you're talking about. So you're posting your numbers. You're posting your <clears throat> well, blood sugar. Well, I said, I said last. I I think I said last show that 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 my my next habit was going to be posting my 
blood sugar numbers to Discord every day. So, and when I say my blood sugar numbers, it's not just a number. It's a graph. It's, it's like a device that's plugged into my arm that measures my blood sugar every five minutes. So I'm posting 24 hours of I feel like I'm watching numbers. a stock price. Yeah, it's like watching around. <laughs> we're getting rich. So, we're going to be rich. Oh, no, we're going to be poor. I'm going to be rich. So on, on the chart, it, it goes from like zero to 400. And so there's a gray bar. There's a gray bar between 75 and 180. And that is in the zone. That's the healthy the zone. That's, That's where the a healthy, healthy non-diabetic person or any healthy person should be, either a healthy person or, or, or a diabetic who is managing their blood sugar appropriately. And I, my, my system says I've been in that gray zone for about 1% of the time. Everything else has been – I mean, I've been basically hovering between 400 and 200 pretty much for the whole time. But when I first started, it was 400 and 300. So it has slightly gone down. Just, but, but that's not because of any big effort. That's because I'm freaking watching it. I mean, I'm actually looking at it. So it's stopping me from eating stuff because it's like, oh my so God. So it would be worse if, if you were just totally it, Yeah, it would be. Blind. It would be like 400 all the time. So, so there, there's been improvement since I started posting because I've been posting for what, like uh, 15 days now? There's been a couple of days where it's, got, it's moved from three, 300 to 400 down to kind of 200 to 300. Um, but it's, go, it's sort of going back up. Like for example, the last two days it, it, it's gone up um, because I because the guys are going, the, the Irish people who are with us are going and we've had a little bit of sort the of Irish people like leprechauns. You have like a, like a Irish. bus load of leprechauns staying with you guys? <laughs> you know, uh, Shane Shane uh, is an actor and he's he's been in a few things and um, it's funny. And and his son Jude is an actor as well. And he's he's currently in a movie uh, called Apocalypse Clown, uh, and it's an Irish movie that's in in the Galway Film Festival and stuff. But the, I I think that there's going to be big things for those guys. But anyway, side note. That's a side note. Um, they're going back today, um, and I've been you know eating some pizza and some fried rice and some other stuff that you kind of can't really eat unless your blood sugar's under control. <laughs> and you can see on my charts that it's like. Ooh, and the, the the chart doesn't show above 400, so it's just like a flat line when it gets to 400. Like you're redlining, and it just doesn't go above. It's like, like who actually thing. knows where it's going? You know? um, I have a question, anyway. though. I yeah, have a question. So, yeah. and I, I know we talked about this a decade ago or something. Is like when you go to a doctor and you are diagnosed with diabetes, type two diabetes, as you were. Mm-hmm. They normally say you need to be on a certain type of medication, correct? Yes. What was the medication? And then you just you decided not to take it because you're like, I want to do it with diet and exercise or whatever. But you opted not to. Just what was the medication that you're supposed to take, and why didn't you take it? Well, I I did take the medication, and I have been on me- the medication that they recommended the entire time. Oh, you have. Um, well, initially you yes, didn't want to because you said you you resisted. You said, well, because it's going to have these side effects, and I don't want them. And so once you're on, you can't go off. It was something like that. I just don't recall the details. Do you- the, the 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 medication is called metformin, right? So, but but metformin's kind of like the aspirin of the diabetes world. Yeah. Okay. But metformin's also implicated in a few longevity studies where. Um, they say that metformin makes you live longer. Yeah, you know, no, I, I, that's what I'd say. I heard about it. I was like, so I thought maybe it was something else because it's like metformin. It's like not, it's not something where it's like it's going to permanently disrupt your endocrine system, and you're never going to, you're always going to be dependent on it, and you're, you know, or something. I, I just that's why I just couldn't remember why you were sort of, you were really hesitant yeah. about it initially. Yeah. Um, why was that? But 
I, I don't remember being hesitant about metformin, but I do remember being hesitant about statins. I, statins, I felt like there was just no point because when I looked at the studies, it was like, you know, they 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 only seem to be like a one percent or or one to three percent. Okay, so you're supposed to be on statins and metformin. Yeah, but I am on statins now because my my cholesterol got so bad. I was like, okay. How I'm long have you been on statins? Uh, probably around a year at this point. Okay. Okay. But okay, so the so the <clears throat> so your visitors are going to be going home, and so then you can get down to business. Starting I can tomorrow. get down. You can be serious. Business. You can say, okay, this is what I'm eating. Georgie's on board with you having your own little mm. special diet, and you know when she and Jack are going to have you know something that you really can't eat. You're going to be like, all right, this is when I have my you know. And that is August the 7th. And that is when you can see my daily numbers. And hopefully you will be as amazed as I have been in the past when I've started this process, but I'm hoping to, to stick this process. But just before we say that, there was something I wanted to say. You were surprised that I was able to give up the coffee and the alcohol. I, can, I want to tell you why I feel so confident about it this time around. <clears throat> this is funny. I don't know if I should be saying this out loud. But it kind of reminds me of like when I committed in my mind to Georgie. Mm-hmm. So like I somehow I just knew that I'd learned everything I needed to know. I've I've done everything I need to do. I've learned everything I needed to know about not being with Georgie and and being with with relationships. And I'm I'm happy now to commit to Georgie for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just it's just like a, a knowing. Like okay, that's it. That's it. We're, you know, I'm, I'm all in. And so that's what I felt about alcohol. It's like, you know, I've done every stupid fucking thing being drunk out of my mind. I know what it's like to, to drink. I know what it's like to taste really nice alcohol. I know all those things. There's, it, there's nothing else I can learn from this, you know, like I need, it's just a new, a new version of life that I need. And so that's the reason why I feel committed to it. That's great. I mean, that's great. So, um, and I think there's a few things we need to discuss because I, I think sometimes there are things going on in the Discord and it's and it's like the Discord is not the podcast listenership. It's a just a you know couple yeah, hundred people. A, so well, so a lot of people do not are not aware there's like a multi pronged attack that you're going to take. One was you have some supplement. You're well, the other one is you're going to cut out high fat foods, and the third was you're going to drink eight ounce eight ounce glasses of water a day. Just right? water, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So what? Um, what was the supplement? What's the deal with that? So that that was Viome. So Viome is a company where you can send in you send in samples of your blood, your saliva, and something else that I'm not going to mention. Um, your, tears. <laughs> your tears. Your tears. <laughs> <laughs> your 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 your. We um, all know yes. you're a crier, Justin. There's no no shame <clears throat> in that. It's okay. And so then they analyze that mm-hmm. and they look at the. Um, I guess the makeup of it, and then they recommend a specific uh, dose of supplements. You know, specific uh, like you know, as you know, like vitamin C or whatever. But that's an oversimplification. Now, I, I posted the list of it in Discord. No, I understand. It was like it was like a, was like a yeah. there were like thirty things or something. I don't even yeah, think I exactly. expanded. Yeah. Okay, here's a question: yeah. Is this for anybody, or is this for, for people who are so- anybody? Well, for any condition, is it now? Is the kind of thing say, well, what conditions do you have? No, no, not a condition. No, it's not about conditions. It's just, it's just. They look at they look at you and the overall makeup of your physiology, and they know what a truly healthy specimen's like, and they give you and and you do keep testing. So like every six months, you you run a test and see if it's shifted, 
you know. And um, they just put it's just giving you optimum nutrition. Basically, it's it's the optimum nutrition for you. So it finds deficits, yeah, or pro- inflammation or different things. So you may be exactly. having some sort of uh, now. Does it come back and say, okay, well, here are foods that you need to avoid? Do they talk about yeah, that? It does. Yeah, so it's do not yeah, just they, a supplement. Give you a full full list. Yeah. So okay, in addition to a supplement you take, <laughs> in addition to inflammation, food sensitivities, what else does it tell you? What information? Um, well, it doesn't tell you what inflammation you have, but it it and, and it it doesn't tell you like it doesn't diagnose you with something. It it just gives you a recommended you know your recommended dose of vitamins based on what they saw you were lacking or what you had just, too much. We're in the United States. It's vitamins, dude. We don't we don't okay, do vitamins. Fine. We don't. Well, I mean, I'm allowed to say it my English way. I just but anyway, I'm offended. Vitamins. So so. I'm I'm on that. That's that's just something I've been on for a while, and that hasn't really made huge differences to the blood sugar. But I did happen to notice that because when when I started uh, measuring my blood sugar every day, I did go off them, and then I did happen to notice uh, the first two nights that I took them, the blood sugar went down in a direct line to the morning. But I, I wouldn't put too much stock in that. Um, so you're not. I'm, I'm going to stay on them anyway. But I, mean, I what, still what think. I, would, I mean, one thing I said in the in the. You know, uh, Discord, which you just don't want to do, which I, I would be interesting to figure out what moves the needle the most, whether it's the high fat, the water, the calorie, you know, whatever. So you see what is, is not that because all these things can help, but this might help 5%. We don't know if it helps 5% or maybe it helps 50%. Like it might be like, this is a big deal. You need to be taking it. Or it's like, eh, it's, I mean, it may help for other reasons, but at least it should understand what are the big movers for you for your blood sugar. I, that, I, I would want to know that if that's something. It's going to be, you know. So two things. It's going to be the fat. Um, and, and you'll see that when I, because tomorrow is the day that I start going, going on that, um, where I'm going to be restricting fat initially to lower than 40 grams a day. And then maybe after a week lower than 20 within 20 grams i mean i that the I'm, I'm basically going to follow the mastering diabetes program which says 20 to 40 grams of fat a day they say 20 grams of fat if you're completely sedentary 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 and then uh, 40 grams up to 40 grams of fat if you do you know if you're just doing regular sort of movement walks and exercise and stuff but <clears throat> what was the other part of your question um well okay so well, what else? Other than going on a low-fat diet, I mean, you're going to, are you going to calor- caloric restriction? I mean, because a lot of no. this happened ultimately because you were overweight. I mean, no. What I'm going to do is I'm I'm going to get there. But basically, what my my feeling is this this is my master plan. My master plan is to build myself up to health, build myself up to mental fortitude, and then slowly chip away and get to the point where you are, where I'm doing proper going into the gym doing uh, weights to you know probably two or three times a week doing runs doing uh really good uh calorie restriction all that kind of stuff but my main focus is to get because i need to heal i'm in a really bad different situation to you yeah uh, I, I, first of all i just understand i'm not finding fault with anything you're doing so don't i'm on your team Got it, got I am it, yeah. just, I'm just trying to understand. I just want to know. And also I'm, I'm sure the listeners want to know. So I'm trying to um, interrogate you a little bit just so we can all understand what, what is your, um, what is your strategy? What do you, what are you doing and why? My strategy is, is to build foundational health and then from foundational health to build muscle and weight loss and become the fittest that I've ever been. 
that's my strategy. I'm going to, that's your goal. Your goal is to be the future, but your strategy is to, is to do it in a stepwise fashion. And for you, it was about, you know, we we, were killing the, what were they, Mr. Alcohol, Mr. Coffee? They were the the, The saboteurs. saboteurs. You you killed the, you you killed the saboteurs. saboteurs And then, and then just work, work through the stuff. Well, then the next thing was to get into, was to get into the habit of just accepting the shame of posting the numbers every day. Cause I knew that it was going to be bad. I knew it was going to be bad and the numbers that are there, but they also act as a control because they kind of show you how bad it can be. And they're, they're not even my worst, but they show you how bad it can be. If you just look through discord over the last 15 days, but now I think you're going to, you and me and everyone, I think are going to be impressed by how much difference it makes to go on a super low fat diet, um, to the, to the blood sugar numbers. And we'll, you know, it, I've done it in the past, but I haven't had the mental fortitude to stick with it because of the saboteurs. Okay. So hopefully this time I can stick with okay, it. Okay, okay. So low fat. So in terms of what you're actually eating, I, I mean, does this mean, uh, well, yeah, what, what, are you, what are you cutting out? What are the things you're, you're probably going to avoid red I'm, meat, I guess. You're not going to eat skin or stuff of chicken. You're just going to eat. So what I'm going to be doing is I'm going to be coming up by way of iteration so first of all, I'm just going to eat bananas. <laughs> just bananas <laughs> and, all day long. Bananas just... and like salad with Justin some kind of... Justin has gone bananas. So that's the... Salad with some kind of like, I don't know, tomato-based dressing or something like that. But with, with not very much. And then I'm going to iterate and find foods and research and build a stable like five things that actually really are nice and that I can really live with and that, that I make a shit ton of or I can make really quickly. So... You know, I'm going to be two, doing those two things at the same time. I'm going to be going very, you know, to the to 40 grams or less fat and building up the base, the basics. But weren't of you I telling eat. me like you could never do what I do, which eats the same thing every day for? No, I, you, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to because you're like, I can't do it. I got to. I want to eat what Jack and George are eating. So yeah, so that's that's obviously I'm making a different choice now. I'm making so a different choice. Evolved. But can I t- can I tell you something that happened? Um, so we were with the Irish. And the kid, Jude, loves basketball. Mm-hmm. So they got a basketball. We went to the park. We were playing basketball. <coughs> and the hoops were too, uh, you know, too closed for the basketball to come through. So anytime you get it, you get a shot, mm-hmm. like it just gets stuck in the net. Yeah. And the bottom part of it's sticking out. So Shane, who doesn't have an ounce of fat, is just like, you know, an actor and, but is like five foot seven, mm-hmm. you know, five foot seven or something. He jumps up and he like knocks the basket out. And, I, and, and then it happens again. I'm like, oh, I'll do it. And I jump up and I like, I, I realize I can't even get like fucking two inches off the ground. Like, I mean, I am so out of shape. It's unbelievable. And so that was one thing. There's a little bit of wake up and call the, for you. It's just like, that's a wake up call. Like, I, I mean, I, like I want to be. I want to be playing with Jack. You know, I want to be doing athletic things with Jack. You better, you better not shoot in that hoop, I guess. That's all. And then the next thing was we, we had, we had this chance to go. And so we have friends who have a, just an amazing house and they have this beautiful pool. Like it's just so nice and they let us use it. And so we, we were all using this amazing pool. And then I tried to dive, which I used to do like all the time, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried to dive and I like, like lean forward and try and dive. And I'm like, Wait, I, how, I could, I couldn't even get the muscle memory, the strength, and even when I did try, 
I, I, I got over the fear. It was just the worst belly flop of all time. I mean, you couldn't even and do just, just a like, straight dive. You couldn't I, even. I couldn't even just do like a basic jump up in the air and like curve your body and like put your arms straight and go down. And it was, I was like, okay, <laughs> that's ridiculous. Like, I need that back in my life. I like so. And and then the third thing is, and that's why I think this for me, the the secret project name should be Project Faceback, because I want my face back. Like, I'm sick of this fucking guy. Like, this is not me, you know? Mm-hmm. So I want the actual me back, you know? The, so, from 1992? Yeah, like just the regular me. The, 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 the person who I think I am. Just in like, the I've 90s. Got, I've got body dysmorphia, but in the opposite direction. Like, <laughs> I've got the opposite of body dysmorphia, whatever that is. You come home like, with some I, jeans and like size 32 waist, and George is like, uh, who, who's going to wear these? I think this is a little big for Jack. <laughs> I'm going to wear them. Um... <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so so I feel um you know, it's 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 varying levels of shame and like oh god, how to let myself go and you know, determination and getting rid of those saboteurs. It's all mixing in it. So <clears throat> it's a bit of a hodgepodge and it's a bit of a bumbling way to do it. I don't think but it's I'm bumbling. I think well, look. Um you know, I think the power of gradualism you know, I, I, yes, I've, so much. I, yes. it's, I've talked about a long time, uh, a long time other works. And that's, you know, as I always say, nothing succeeds like success. You want to build on wins, get it wins, book some wins, show yourself, prove to yourself that you can be successful and then layer on the next thing. But you want to build a foundation of success and then before you go yeah. to the next level. And especially, in an area of your life where you're lacking confidence, you're lacking discipline, you're lacking success strategy, I mean, you're lacking all these things. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, it sounds like that. Well, it sounded a lot to me for you to do coffee and alcohol. I was kind of like, do coffee first, you know, like doing you both of these things. I know you how much you like them. Like maybe you'd start with one, you know, I thought you were maybe being a little aggressive, which then I thought was going to lead to failure. But you know you succeeded, so I, I, you know, hats off to you. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, proud of you. Thanks. I'm excited for you, as everybody else is in the podcast. It's great. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. You want to build, layer on success, layer on success. And I think that's a totally right way to do it. There's nothing bumbling about it. It's actually really smart. Um, so, so the next phase. So phase, we're sort of at phase two now. Phase one was establishing those habits, getting rid of the saboteurs. Phase two is getting your blood sugar in a manageable range. Yeah. So. Um, you know, and this could probably be a next two, three month period or something like that. I don't yeah. know how long. So, so what, what does success, you know, to use like a business question, what does success look like? Where, what is a reasonable range that you can live in where your doctor isn't going to shake his head and give you a speech the next time you go see him? Where, what's, where are you? Well, like be? my, my left foot buzzes. So I have neuropathy in my left foot, and I've never said that before on the show, but as it's just been getting worse. As a result of the neuropathy. I mean, it's as worse. a result of yeah. the diabetes. Yeah. And so I'd love to, you know, have less of that. And then the other thing is my wrists are weak. Um, again, this is, a, this is a common thing that happens to, you know, uh, midlife, midlife to older males specifically. With diabetes. Where you just, you just lose your... Uh, with, diabe- with diabetes, right? Yeah, with diabetes. Right, yeah, right. You, you kind of lose the grip because, because the extra sugar is just like working away at your muscles just making them not as effective or something it's, it's 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 breaking the tissues sort of like how when you the way that they described it was it's kind of like how when you see cured meats <laughs> you know they cure meat with sugar that's what they do 
Yeah, that doesn't sound good. Well, yeah, th- th- those are side effects. I mean, you have no control <laughs> whether whether that will happen or not. What you do have control over, to some degree, is the range of your blood sugar. What is your blood sugar? Where does it need to be? It needs to be below 150 for most of the time. Is that success? I mean, below 200. Like, what are we talking about? I mean, I don't know how much uh, how low it can go, but if it just if it just generally stays in that gray band. If I if I had a year of it staying in the gray band, there would be healing, like major healing. Okay, so success is is keeping your blood sugar under 150 most of the time. It's one the the gray band is 75 to 180. Oh, 180. It's yeah. a low 180. So that's so that's that's. But it would yeah. it wouldn't be good to be hovering at 180 the whole time. So right. so yeah. So it would be like, uh, you know. Like I think a, a good a good kind of person like uh, with diabetes too, if it was like a one thirty, generally speaking, say one twenty one thirty, and then when you ate, it kind of went up to like a one eighty, okay, maybe two hundred, and then came back down. Okay, um, that's kind of what you want. So you want an average. But like if I if I do really well, then I might be at a hundred, generally speaking, and it goes up to like one fifty okay. or one sixty. Okay, so this yeah. is great. This is what I meant. That's what success looks like. We, yeah. we you don't have control over what, what whether this will cause the neuropathy to go away or just not get worse or whatever. We, but you do have, to some degree have control over your over your blood sugar. And so if you can do that, if you can keep it in that range. For how long do you think would you take the next step? Say, okay, now I'm going to try and I don't know, lose lose weight. Maybe your next step, right? Is well, I'm already because Jack, I, I would in fact go to um, strength training straight away because I I see that as a next most important thing because I also say the thing that I realize has had the most detrimental impact to me health wise is stopping working with Anwar um, because I was doing weekly strength training just one session a week and I think that if I was you know, I need to get that back. That's just foundational. That's foundational. I need to get that back, but I can't do it now because Jack's not at school, and there's, you know, I need to do it when Jack's back at school so that there's time to do it. So that's going to be. He's going back next month, I believe. Um, so like in a month, I will be starting that. So that means you won't be able to lift during the summers ever. No, I'm hoping that once once I've established the habit, that then it'll be easier. So it's not that you can't. It's make, just make difficult. Habit. It's just it's just. You're not it's, quite ready. Yeah, logis- it's, it's logistically difficult, and and I haven't established that habit yet for this family. But once the habit's there, then I can be indignant and say, "Well, the the habit's established, so now I want to stick with." So you know what I'm saying? So it's but and and I've I've agreed to start the habit when Jack goes back to school because it's going to be easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you are now? Uh, you know, we probably should wrap this up pretty soon because it's it's going. But l- last question. No, wait. We, we've got another hour. Oh, I mean, no, I just, yeah. you know, just this, as this blood section, sugar, yeah. it's, you know, I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. interesting we and all, but, you know. Um, so, uh, what, um, are you going to start... I'm also lo- going to try hold up. fasting. So, you're, are you going to, are you also trying to lose weight simultaneously by getting low fat? Is that a, is this a two for one? You're going to try and... That's going to be a side, it's going to happen. It's just no, going to But is it, is it a goal or not a goal? It definitely is a goal. My goal is to get my face back. Okay. So you're, so when, when you start, like you say, so there's two things you're going to be doing simultaneously for, uh, for phase two. One is getting yeah. your cutting is, is getting your blood sugar in a healthy range by reducing your, by eating a low fat diet. And do you have a goal? Like you're going to try and lose a pound a week, a half pound a week. Do you have like a, a, a sort of. No, I don't have a goal, goal for that because I'm just going to do not yet. I will do because what I, because what I want to do is I want to make a commitment to the unbreakable chain in the channel of just very gradually. So the first thing was the giving up the coffee and the alcohol. 
The next thing was posting the blood sugar every day, whether it was good or bad. The next thing is doing low fat, committing to less than 40 grams a day. And I'm going to do that for like two weeks to a month. And then we're going to make another commitment after that. And that might be what you're saying. It might be a twofer of like committing to progress on the the weight the weight lifting you know put it posting that to the thing but but i just want to be careful about only adding one thing I understand. At a time I'm just, to, uh, just... to the unbreakable chain but yes yes it's, it, it's sort of like how with with the guests here while i i haven't i didn't specifically make the commitment to make my blood sugar better i kind of did make my blood sugar better anyway because i was posting it every day to the channel you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So the commitment wasn't about making my blood sugar better. The commitment was about posting my blood sugar. But so I, th- I think that there will be weight loss, but I won't, probably won't start posting numbers. Okay. Um, you know, not yet. Okay. I will, but that will happen. Right. We're, gonna, we're just going to keep on layering on these things. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, um, I guess I should give a project superhero update. Yes, please. So, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, so what I what I would what I was saying I was just gonna kind of hold, you know, steady for the for the bulk of the summer because I was f- traveling every other weekend with Airly and to all her uh, summer gymnastics camps. Do you remember yeah. that? So mm-hmm. um, uh, anyway, so I was all ready. So I was getting started. Uh, I was getting started last Monday. So I was finally back. And I, I actually I lifted a you know a few days the previous week, but I can't remember. There was a couple a couple of things that came up. I was all right, like get back in it. And um, Monday, I was lifting weights and I w- bent over to pick up a couple of thirty pound dumbbells. No, no, no. no and no. I was being kind of lazy. I didn't bend my knees. I'm like only thirty pound dumbbells. They're not like you know seventy five pounders or something. And so I just was really sloppy, and I was kind of turned a little bit. And I got up my my back just went, you know, I was like, oh. and I was, and it just screwed my back. So. You know, it took a couple days. I mean, I was like, I'm walking like an 80 year old man. Sandy's like, what is going on? Um, and I went, I was like, well, you know, first I just gave it like two days of just like, you know, hopefully this will go away. It's just my back spasmed and it'll go away in like 24, 48 hours. And then it didn't go away. And then so like on Wednesday afternoon, I went to the, um, I said, all right, I'll go see a chiropractor. They're cheap. You know, maybe I just need like a little bit of massage you know, maybe a tweak or adjustment or something. And my, you know, sometimes, sometimes the chiropractors do can, it's like they perform magic. And a lot of times it's like nothing. Right. And I'm yeah. like, it's, you know, cause going to see an actual orthopedic surgeon, super expensive, can take weeks to get in, could result in, you know, it's like, okay, we got to have a proceed, you know, whatever. So it's a whole thing. So it's like, I'll just you know, try the low cost thing. And, um, he was like, you know, he goes, I used to, inst- I used to be a surf- surfing instructor. And he's like, and it turns out I had gone, cause I told him, he's like, so what have you been doing? There? I said, well, I went, uh, kids and I went, um, surfing. We had, went, had, uh, surf instruction on Saturday. And he's like, huh. And he's like, I'll bet you. He's like, how'd you feel afterwards? I'm like, well, it was a little beaten up. You know, my back was kind of sore and a little stiff and sore, you know, and he's like, you know, He's like, I'll bet you that your back was already kind of in a in a little bit of a, you know, to use English term, a dodgy state. 
and yeah. and then you were just you you know obviously a little sloppy with picking up weights and that's that's what happened in, in a normal situation you'd probably be fine and so i think that's what i think that's probably what the cause was so backtracking you know that sandy um got me and Airely and Colby surf lessons for my belated uh, Father's Day gift. Nice. And so we went to Santa Monica Pier, and and uh, that was super fun. So we did the, you know, I I never done, I had never surfed before, and I always thought, I always looked, God, someday it'd be fun to do that. And um, Izzy didn't want to do it; she's not like very physically outgoing. But both, you know, Colby and Airely are extremely athletic, and they're like, I don't want to do it, you know. So, um. So we did it. It was like an hour and a half, two hours. It was like two hours of uh, yeah. instruction. And yeah, it's tough. I mean, surfing is it not, is. it's uh, it's exhausting. And it's also, I was just telling Sandy, because we got back, so Sandy was kind of, was there, and Izzy was photographing the on videotape, taking video of the whole thing. And she was like our videographer. And Sandy was kind of sitting with her stuff. And, that, and she's like, how'd it go? I'm like, well, it was fun. It was challenging and ultimately humbling. You know, I mean, it's like trying to get up on a board. Yeah, a surfboard is, you know, it's a little humbling, you know. I mean, I'm used to being pretty, you know, you know, good. I, I usually pick up athletic things pretty quickly, you know. But, of course, I'm 52 now. I'm not, you know, 27. Yeah. Um, so, it, yeah, probably not as quick as I used to. But I did, I got up, you know, I got up a handful of times. Um, I kept, so what's funny is airily, not so easy, airily, she was like surfing in the lower, like in the surf, like you, you can actually surf those really small waves. Yeah. So she was sticking out cause she took one fall that she didn't enjoy. And so after that she wanted to stay kind of in the lower one. And Colby kept saying he's having a hard time getting out to the big waves. I like to get in the big waves. So I like to kind of do it myself as opposed to like, cause the surf instructor would be kind of help you time it. Like, all right, get on, get on, get on. And he would kind of push you, kind of give you like a, a starting boost and he was doing that more for them and i was kind of like trying to white ride the bigger waves and it's funny because you're the beach you're like those waves don't look that big and you get out there and it's like colby colby was like yeah he's like that wave he's like when you were up on the board it was still the wave was still a whole head taller than you which yeah. you know if you're used to watching professional surfers you're like that's nothing but like when you're you know when you're when on you're it. on it you're like way to feel the power of the wave you're just like holy shit yeah nothing you could do to but stop it was that. super fun um so i think we're gonna go back maybe next weekend and i mean you know like i said the, colby and early are both very outgoing very athletic and and they enjoy that kind of stuff and um early's early's like i want to snowboard i want to surf she's like i want to she wants like a bronco for her car she wants like a like a, you know what that is? Like the old four by four, like a rugged four by four, you mm. know? It's like, yeah, she's got yeah, this yeah. idea of herself as like this, you know, I don't know, it's like a surfer, yeah. snowboarder chick or something. It's sort of funny. But uh, yeah, it was, it was a fun, it was a fun, a fun um, thing to do. But I was just like, I mean, my back was just jacked. I was like, but then my, the side of, I mean, again, I don't know if it was, it might've just been the weightlifting incident, but I was like an 80 year old man for like three days. I was just like, you know, in a previous life, I've I've had a like a couple of hours trying to surf and like like I mean before being so useless. Back in your nineties, back in the nineties, yeah, back back in the two thousands or whatever, and it's super hard, and um, it almost feels like, well, it's almost like nihilistic. Like it's like skiing and 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 snowboarding. Now that makes sense, you know, 
the machine takes you up to the top of the hill mm -hmm. and you're always going to get a great ride, you know, mm -hmm. and you can go and you can do loads of fun things. But surfing is like, <laughs> it really is at the whim of nature. And it's like, is there the right wave? Can I catch the wave? Oh, yay, I got 10 seconds on the board. Mm -hmm. It's like, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. just like, it's a lot of work for 10 seconds. It is. That's a good point. It is a lot of work for, you know, a few moments. That's for sure. That's absolutely. And then, yeah. And then when you fall, I mean, there can be some hard falls. I was watching right. this. Um, I don't know if I talked about it. I mean, I might have mentioned it on the show at one point, but I, I was watching this series called The Hundred Foot Wave. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you, talk about it. you know, I mean, that it was inspiring. Of course, That's those insane. guys are like and girl, they're just insane. You know, it's just insanity. But you remind me of a show that I watched that you mentioned watching that you said it was good. Arnold. Yeah, it's great. Um, that show. <clears throat> You know, like you've mentioned it a few I, times I was, on Discord, that seems to really stuck with you. I I was really inspired. I like and the, 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 like for the whole of life. Um, the key lessons that I learned from watching Arnold um, have a clear vision. Like he he had he had a clear vision. And then the other thing I don't know if you know, like I don't know if you feel the same way, but he's like always be selling. You know, he was just always selling. That's what he was doing. That's how, like, mm -hmm. whenever he was in a situation, where he was other people, he was just always getting good groups of people together, making them happy, sort of selling the idea, like just, just selling. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so he he was he was excellent, but he was also promoting. He was basically lock surface airing his whole life. That's what he was doing. Yeah, no, he he was he was uh, he worked extremely hard and was obviously achieved mm -hmm. absolute excellence at some of the things he was doing, but he. Um, he also was a great promoter. He's a great promoter and a great a great connector. Yeah, is is a great. It's a yeah. If you haven't watched Arnold, is it? It's on Netflix. I think I I would I, I'd recommend it. I mean I I, I haven't number three yet. The one I I watched because it's split into three parts. Each part like uh, representing a part of his life. So the first was the bodybuilding part, which was like crazy. The second was the acting part, which was you know good. Um, and then the third is a political part. I haven't seen that part. Hopefully oh, he runs for the, he becomes the governor. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. The political part's still good as well. Yeah, it's all good. It's all yeah. good. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, yeah. I watched a similar. Uh, on a similar. I watched another sort of biopic. It was a guy who was uh, as a cyclist, and it was he. He was um, approaching uh, Eddie Merck's record for winning stages. He was a mm. sprinter. What they call sprinters, so they have climbers and sprinters and people with specialists and for in cycling. And um, he had like some really bad fall and just you know went straight. But then he like they, and then he was out for years. Hadn't been in the Tour de France in like five years, and he comes back and it's just this incredible comeback story. It's like by David Cavendish. Does that sound a name familiar to you? Is that David no, Cavendish no. or Mark? Yeah, I think it's David. Yeah, David Cavendish. I don't know. Um, it's on. It's on uh, Netflix. It's just as we're talking Netflix shows. I would. I just happened to see that the other night, and uh, that was surprisingly good. Well, okay. If we're talking shows, Lower Decks, Lower Star Trek, Star Trek. Love um, you're a Trek. You're all out Trekky. No, but no, but Lower Decks is really good. Like you know, I told you, Strange New Worlds mm -hmm. was a really good mm -hmm. Star Trek show. Lower Decks is like a cartoon version of Star Trek, but it's actually in the same universe. And they did, in fact, one crossover show where the characters from Lower Decks cross over into the real world <laughs> um, <laughs> of the Strange That's New Worlds. Funny. And it's so cool. That's good. It's, but it's great because they swear all the time in Lower Decks. So 
someone convinced them to let them do like a funny version of Star Trek. Mm. Um, so, you know, I really, and it's by Jack Quaid, uh, the guy from The Boys. Which one? He's, he, uh, you know, Jack, Jack Quaid is the young, young guy in The Boys. You mean the, 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 what's that, the, the, oh, the, like Aquaman character or? Oh no! no oh uh, no! Guy plays Humphrey. The one who doesn't the do guy anything. Plays Humphrey. Who doesn't... Is that Humphrey or what's his name? No. Yeah, he's it's like he's just I like the guy Henry, who. Yeah, 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 yeah. That right. He doesn't have a power. He doesn't yeah, have yeah. a power. Yeah, yeah. Why can't I think of his name? Yeah. Wait, am I thinking about the wrong show? Is it? No, not you're the right. Boys? You're right. I just was. Yeah. I was picturing Homelander, and I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, anyway, he he does the lead character, and he's hilarious. Oh, and on on the show thing, we've been watching. Uh, we've been watching yeah. uh, Silo because I know you're were. Oh, you've seen. Oh, you watched. You were did like you? did you go six or seven in of the ten? Seasons? Did you like it or? It's no, a. It's a little woke. It's, it's a, compelling. It's a woke, you know. It's a little woke. <laughs> I mean, it's a little annoying. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, oh god, you know. But so you're looking out for woke. Well, anything. I mean, days. it's just like it takes you out of me. They mean like, oh, okay, here we go, you know. But um, <clears throat> it's uh, I give it a um. It's a B. It's pretty good. I mean, it isn't like, yeah. oh, I can't wait to watch it. You know, it's like, okay. I mean, it's a good, fa- it's like we're watching it as a family. It's, and so it's, it's got a good finale. I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. what you yeah, think. Don't of, give like, anything away. Thing. Don't give anything no, away. I'm not giving yeah, nothing so away. No, no. It's, um, I think, um, I think, you know, Sandy really likes it. And I think, um, and the kids like it well enough. So it's, it's good. I mean, that's, again, it's, I, I give it a B. It's like a, if I had to give it a score, I'd give it like a seven, seven, three, seven, four on the IMDb scale, mm-hmm. maybe. Okay. Um, well, how about Math Academy? Let's see what uh, what to talk about. You've been you've been posting some nice nice charts to Twitter. I see. I have. I haven't posted. Someone oh, Sandy. Has... Oh, Sandy yeah. just posted um, a chart. I think she just posted um, a, uh, a knowledge graph, right? Of the multivariate calculus. Yeah, there's a few other things. She? Yeah. So she's hmm. so she's just sort of trying to get you know we're trying to come up with a strategy. In a comfort, in a process, right? So Sandy is the one manning the helm of the Twitter account, the Math Academy Twitter mm-hmm. account. And um, so we're trying to figure out like, okay, so we have tons and tons of things we could talk about. And so we've, we've kind of trying to come to the process where we have a channel in Slack where Justin or Alex or Yuri or I kind of say, here, here, here's some ideas or here's something we could talk about. And then what, you know, what we can do is kind of hone it, maybe make it a thread if it's longer or whatever, make it a couple of comments and just kind of get into sort of a zone. We haven't really done that yet. We sort of just, we, she posted some stuff, but she was out of town with early for her, um, another gymnastics meet this past weekend. So starting tomorrow, we're going to kind of get back, get back going with it. But it's a, there's a whole, when you're new to Twitter as she is, there's a whole sort of, I mean, there are a lot of norms, to it cultural norms mm. is a vibe there's like how to be cool on twitter and how to not be cool you know like mm-hmm. there's yeah. you yeah. know and it's like it's just things you do and things you don't do and mm-hmm. if you're just you don't know it it's like what is going on like what should i what do we write here what do we say and how do we i'm like well you know you you gotta um provide make be entertaining or provide useful information you know mm-hmm. or, or useful commentary there's a lot of different ways to to, to sort of grow a following which is ultimately what you're doing um and also connecting with people in the industry mm-hmm. or people who you know potential customers potential partners that kind of stuff and so um 
one of the things we're going to do that I think is probably the most interesting is that I mean we have huge we we, we have a huge like almost like a database of potential articles to write based on all the things that we've learned and that are uh, you know that are in that we've done as part of the system that work in terms of you know educational strategies or whatever that we could write about that most people don't talk about they don't understand they don't understand how important it is but they're full on articles it's not like a few tweets but what we can do is tweet some of these as sort of like okay here's just some like roughly formed ideas and then later we can come back write a full article and then link to that you know two three weeks later well of course you know that you can write full articles on twitter now yeah but that's not how i would want to do it sure i mean okay. i don't think that's i would want to ho- have the articles on our on math academy right because we want the yeah we want the seo we want the seo authority right yeah. that doesn't make any that makes sense, sense. To, you yeah know. that makes sense so um how many? Um, sorry to, to interrupt, but what's the revenue now? It's about the same. We've cool. been we've been more or less holding steady over the summer. Okay. I mean, okay. You know what happens is over the summer, a lot of people just kind of go and pause. They pause the account because they're on vacation. People are traveling, yeah. you know, um, and now you're starting to see people starting to come back. You know, some people had. So they click on pause and then it starts billing. It depends. If some people had canceled and then they want to reactivate their account, you know, some people are paused and things. See, the thing is automatically resumes and it sends them an email that says your account is resumed. And then sometimes they'll they'll then the kid will start using it or they will start using it or sometimes they'll just cancel. They're like, uh, you know, I don't know if we're going to use it or not, you know. So, um, yeah, that's kind of where. I, so we have to do another, you know, big, uh, you know, kind of growth movement this fall yeah. okay. which is kind of what we're that's the next building step. towards and and one of the things that um we've been uh that we spent time doing is uh, building a help system a video help system which i talked to you just a little bit about mm, yeah and so i built a you build it to the site you know you could help and what will happen is you hit help off the your main sort of user menu off the top it'll take you to a list of, we'll have a list of videos on the left which will be categorized by you know category right or topic mm-hmm. and then you click on and then it'll have on the right will be a video and it will it will sort of basically like how do i change my course you know how do i do this and it'll go through a 30 second or 2 minute screencast da 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 you know, so rather than going through a bunch of written crap that nobody wants to read, it's just a really short yeah. screencast. That's cool. Yeah. So, well, because Sandy was like, you know, I've answered the same question three times today. <laughs> Literally three times. It's just like, it's really annoying and, and it's time consuming, right? It's like, she can't spend time. If, if we say, okay, we need to grow the Twitter following, we need to do this. And she's like, well, that's great and all, but I, I have like, you know, all these emails to respond to. It would be so nice if I could just send a link to the video as opposed to writing a long response about how to do whatever they're asking to do, which, you know, a lot of people really, if they tried for a few minutes, should be able to figure it out. But at the very least, like, here's a screencast. I mean, that's classic automated support. Right, right. So, and since Sandy is first line of defense on support, um, and she's also the... um, I mean, operations, finance, accounting, marketing, (laughs) legal, compliance, you know, everything, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's okay. Well, if we can, and that, and that eats up most of her time, 
right? So we mm-hmm. got to automate that. So part of the thing, you know, I've talked about on the, sh- on the show for, you know, the past year or so is that automating or, or fixing the issues and making the system, make, fixing, uh, removing product friction so people aren't confused or frustrated by things. And then, yeah. then you don't have no customer support. But there's always going to be a case where people, like, it's super easy, but they literally just won't even click on the set. They just won't even do the simplest thing. And and the and the best thing to do there is just have the have the help system with the with the screencast, right? Yeah, nice. And that's cool. So Sandy has been sort of you know was pushing for that. And um, how close to sorry, how close to releasing that? Well, that you? I got the technology and I, I got I got the process all working. the 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 real thing I have to say is like recording them, I found very frustrating. Oh, I yeah. just Are you going to get to it? go on? Are you going to get Justin to do it? No, no. Um, Sandy's going to do it. Um, I started doing it, but Sandy's just because I get like, I kept re recording it and re recording it. And she just is like, oh, just do this. I'm like, I'm self conscious about screencast while I'm not really self conscious doing a podcast, which is weird. Interesting. Right? Yeah. yeah and uh, I also find it like, I, I want it to be just right. So it does take a little bit of extra time. So. I think it takes two times longer than it should when I do that kind of stuff. Well, how long if you got to write? If you got to if you got to um, record, I don't know a, a a two minute non-trivial two minute screencast. I mean, how long is it going to take you to do that? Well, what I do at this stage, uh, my my method, if you could call it that, is I bullet pointed out the actual script, like as if I'm making a script for an actor, and then I just kind of read the script because I can read it kind of like as if I'm saying it, but it also does kind of sound like I'm reading it, but it still sounds okay. It's engaging enough. And then I just do a second part, uh, you know, however long that takes, like probably, I don't know, 10 minutes. Obviously the writing takes the time, but the reading doesn't take that long. And then I record, I just I just record what the person's saying, except it's me saying it. So I have two tracks. Yeah, because you, I mean, you've done this a lot. And, yeah, I've, yeah. and I've heard yours, and yours are really good. I thought you were just Thanks. winging it. No, no. So it's the I was exact like, it's, how it's, can he just do this? I'm like, I'm like thinking I'm of you the whole in, time. Like, how can Justin go, well, let me just show you. Da, 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 da. Like, why can't I just do that? I'm like, fumbling all over the place and I'm clicking on the wrong thing. And I'm no, like, no. well, you know, and I'm just like, this is, a, this is frustrating. So, okay, well, that's good to know that it, that you have to do a little bit of work yourself. Just completely, completely scripted. But the problem is, is you're, and I don't, I, I don't mean in disrespect, but you're not very good at reading and reading. No, out loud. I saw. Well, I tell Sandy that I'm like, look, you know, I'm not an actor, right? And I, you know, you, even when you would say we would have to like, we would lose some audio. And it's like, can't you just say that two sentences again? As if I just and I'm just like, I can't, I can't. There was just instances where you're like, dude, I mean, just the just to fix the audio, and I'm just like, I don't know, man, I, I can't, I can't do that. So, I mean, that's a skill. You know, yeah. um, I don't really have that skill. And then to, to to read a script and sound natural, even if you're just being yourself, I mean, there's a little bit of skill to that. There is. Well, here's the thing. It it's hard to be moving the mouse around and typing stuff if you're supposed and talking if you're supposed to be reading something. Some people are amazing at doing it. Like, for example, Laracasts. If you look at the Laracasts, the guys are just doing it as they're saying. And there's there's this there's this gamer that Jack watches called Zebra Gamer. This guy is effing amazing. Like he sounds fun and chipper all the time. He never swears. And he's playing these super hard games. 
And he's like, and he never does a double take. Like he's, I mean, the, he has put out, I mean, I'm not even kidding you, like 3,000 videos. Yeah, you can't be gaming. putting that much work in if you're doing that. That and, frequency. And, and yeah. When he's in the middle of these, these same games, like there's this one game, for example, Cuphead, which is, is Cuphead, which is like a little guy who who's a Cuphead. And he's like, it's like an, an old fashioned kind of cartoony game. And anyway, but it's modern. But it's so hard. Myself and Jack have played it, and we can barely get past the first screen. Anyway, he's going, "Oh, this is so cool! I'm playing this skein, and look at oh, look at this! These little pink flowers. I love the artwork on this game. Wow, this is so cool!" And all the time, he's like doing these incredibly difficult things. So anyway, Zebra Gamer, highly recommended. Yeah, it's possible. Some people have that. Yeah, skill. well, I mean, it's just a matter of doing them for a while. Yeah. I, I don't. I'm just not caring about the yeah. little stuff. But here's the other thing that that is important. A lot of times, like we have to have an account, we have to have data in the account that's realistic, but also not real or not a real name. Yeah, so I have course. to go. Yeah. And the thing is that Sandy doesn't have a version of the system running. So she has to come to my computer and I have to pull down the data and then I have to create like a fake names for the kids and the parents and create like a fake family with some existing data because you can't really, I don't have a way of really faking, you know, all that data. So I can just anonymize it with some you know, fake personas and stuff. And that takes, that's a pain, right? Mm, totally. And you got to find someone who's just the right, okay, if you're trying to do X to a system, what well, does it make sense if, you know, it's not the right kind of account? That's a, that's a, that's another thing about these, these frameworks. Like uh, Laravel has, has that. And you can just sort of run a script and it just seeds the database with a whole bunch of fake data because mm -hmm. it knows the models and it just sort of does it. So that's quite cool for that kind of thing. So, um, yeah, the other thing, just to kind of finish up the Math Academy uh, subject. Um, so we finally got um, lawyers for the company, mm. which is great because we didn't have any lawyers. And so it's like, you know, getting our terms of service kind of rewritten professionally, um, getting, you know, we're going to we have our contracts we're going to have to do with this, you know, um, there's a contract with a, was it a um, charter district, school district? You know, we need to finalize our um, LLC agreement, all that kind of stuff. So it was like this kind of Always. stuff you just can't do. You're not really supposed to do yourself. Yeah. And we we For had sure. it was funny. We had a um a law firm. There were two law firms that were uh, recommended to us by a friend of ours who um. He used to he used to be part of a venture capital firm. He now just runs sort of family office, and so it was like one of these big, lush firms that rep, that that big startup that venture funded startups work with. And so Sandy and yeah. I did a call with one of them, and we ended up getting rejected. <laughs> they rejected yeah. you. Well, you know, it was funny, you know, because it was like the partner and then the associate was on and they were asking. And a lot of time he's pitching. He's like, well, you know, we worked with Zoom and Uber and this and that, all these giant companies. And and I told Santa, I said, I don't know if, I mean, they're going to cost a fortune, mm -hmm. right? I mean, because if we're going to venture capital fund, if these things that have tens, hundreds of millions of dollars in funding, they're going to charge you a yeah. lot. So they want some of that. Right. Uh -huh. And I was like, that is, that is, I'm just like, oh my God, in terms of service, we're charge just like $20,000. It's going to be ridiculous. And, um, and, and then it was, and then like a week later at the partner meeting, I guess, whenever, before they take on a client, they probably, they go run and vote or whatever. And they vote, they, you know, turned us down. And I was like, well, from their perspective, they're probably thinking, look, these guys are bootstrapped, self funded. They're not going to want to pay our bill. The, you know, 
are, are they're going to have to sticker shock when they yeah, send us. So exactly. we have a seventy thousand dollar retainer or something, you know, which for a venture funded firm, they're like, oh, okay, us, we're like, what, you know? So, um, so we just didn't have. We we're just like, we got to figure something out. And I was just one of these things where I was like, I don't know how to find a good lawyer to represent a company like ours. And so, um, you know, whatever a month ago when I was up in uh, Palo Alto for when Erily was at her um, gymnast, the Stanford gymnastics camp, I spent a day up at the uh, tennis club that my buddy Chen runs that I, that I, you know, and yeah. I invested in it. So, so I went up there and he's like showing me around and, oh, check out this and check out this. And we got this. And I'm like, great. You know, <laughs> I did my day of tennis club. And then we're out there gra- grabbing lunch. And he's on the speakerphone. He's talking. He's like, "Oh, he's like, this is Diana. She's she's our lawyer. She's mate. She's awesome. Da da da. Say hi, dude. You know, and I'm in the you know, I was in the car. And then, and then I get off. And I said, "Yeah, I said, you know, we're actually, we need to find a lawyer." He's like, "Oh no, you gotta use her. She's amazing. Like she's like really fast. And she's just like was like did all these startup stuff. And she's like just. And I'm like, okay. So let me just call her back. And I'm like, dude, what? He's just like call her. He's like, you know, matchmaker." And, um, <laughs> and so we have, a and so they, they use two attorneys. One is like a, an, like a generalist attorney, which is what she is. And then we have one who specializes in LLCs, which is what we are. And so, and so that's what they has too. And so any work that's special to the LLC agreement and, and every itself. And, um, it, he, you know, he does that everything that's, you know, everything else, general contracts and mm. terms of service, that kind of stuff that she does. So, um, we just got, you know, signed a retainer and all that cool. stuff. So that was like a big deal. Cause it was like one of these big unknowns, like when the hell are we going to get this sorted out? And how are we going to yeah, get it? So that was a cool thing to get that done. Um, so, uh, the other thing that I, I guess maybe worth mentioning is, um, uh, so, you know, the course that the, that Alex and the content team is really going to focus on now is the methods of proof course. And, and that's sort of the fundamental, course to all higher level mathematics is once you get beyond first second year cause level math it, most things are just proof based they don't say solve a problem here's how you solve this problem and i'll solve some similar types of problems maybe some tricky stuff it's like no prove this prove that yeah and a lot of people are like what like how do i prove something like I don't, and that's and is that will they use the proof editor to to respond yeah yeah so i had already built that and but alex yeah. was like you know I need the proof editor integrated into our lessons because we need to have proofs as part of lessons. So it's like, you know, part of the lesson, you might be just doing multiple choice, but then it's like, like then you go into answering a series of doing, uh, doing a series of proofs or whatever. So he's, um, and he's been work doing a lot of uh, work towards developing his strategy and all the, all the, how he wants to design the course. So he's like, yeah, we, you know, we need this. So um, I just, uh, I just got that really integrated, fully working this morning. So that's a cool thing. Nice. Yeah. So, um, so that's good. Oh, and the other thing, I guess Sandy, um, she submitted uh, an application to this um, um, educational conference that has like a Shark Tank thing. That's uh, it's called EdTech Week, which is like a big mm. EdTech <laughs> conference, and it's just a way to kind of get out and sort of make connections with um, school districts with so will you be you'll just be meeting people there you won't have a stall there no we will we'll have a we'll have a, we we'll have have a stall, stall you, but you, if you if we out. get accepted into the shark tank so the startup competition then we get yeah. two tickets free so then um 
And oh, I great. think we get, we get, yeah, things are like way, way reduced in price. So, um, cause we want Alex and Justin to come. That'd um, be fantastic. Team building. Yeah. And well, Justin's just in Boston, so he can take a train down and, you know, Alex said, should, needs to come over, we'll have to come over and, you know, he's the director of content. And I said, you know, like four of us, there would probably be pretty, have enough surface area, look surface area. Yeah, you know, everybody's yeah. talking, doing stuff, you know. And so Sandy entered us in like seven or eight different potential categories because they have all the different startup categories. And so we had to spend like, well, she worked on it for a, for a most of a week, but then we spent a few. So that's why we couldn't record the show last weekend, right? Yeah, because we had to, we had to uh, turn in, we had to, we had to create, recreate a pitch deck. We didn't have yeah, a pitch deck. Yeah, of course. Deck. You know, and as reality is it takes a while to create a pitch deck. You don't just like write it up in like an hour, mm-hmm. you know. So we've been working on that, working on that, working on the application. They had some big, there's a lot to it. And we had to create like a two-minute video of us talking, pitching. Oh, nice. You know, and yeah, you know, as you, as you know, it takes a hell of a lot more than two minutes. Oh, to, yeah, for that. So, um, but it, they didn't want to produce. They said it can't be produced. It can't be, you know, we just... Tell us your problem you're solving and why you're solving it and that kind of stuff. But even then, you okay. know, it's like oh, there's two of us. So we've got to give and take. And you're going to talk about this. I'm going to talk about this. It has to be natural, but we can't read from a script. They should not be scripted. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> so um, so it's like, have you know, it's kind of, it's been a little frustrating because I've had to spend time doing things other than actually building and writing code um, yeah. and making the product better. But, you know, it's part of company building, right? You got to do this stuff. But uh, yeah, so lots been going on. It's just been kind of all over the all over the map. But that's that's kind of it for uh, Math Academy news, I think, for now. Cool. Well, um, you know, Colby uh, now officially has an interning credit for Nitro. <laughs> oh, does he? Because you know, he uh, we I did a screen share se- session with him where he helped me work oh, through. Oh, right. I forgot about couple that. Of I thought, that's, when you yeah. said you were going to reach out to him, I thought it was going to be um, just in regards to WebSockets and and stuff. But it turned out that you you, you weren't. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't need to talk about that. I need to talk like because there's there's not. I'm familiar with that stuff, but this other stuff just needed like actual brainstorming. Like it's hard, hard problems to solve. It was kind of algorithmic in nature. It was sort of tricky algorithmic. Algorithmic. And so yeah, he was exactly. helpful in that way. Oh, super helpful. So, so the, the problem that we were trying to do uh, work on was um, the fact that I had abstracted the idea of where a bowl tag, you know, the, uh, I'd created this thing called tag maps. So every node has a tag map. And a tag map is separate to the text. Mm-hmm. It just tells you bold starts here, bold ends here, you know. So there was a couple of algorithms that I was finding difficult. One of them was when, you know how like you can hit return, mm-hmm. you know? And so like when you hit return, You've got to split. You've got to split the 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 bold markers. Like if you're in the middle yep. of a bold, if you're in the middle of a bold range, you need to split it. So uh, and also when you when someone's when someone highlights text and says, okay, I'm going to make this italic, and I'm going to make this uh, bold, they they might do something that's out of bounds. So they might have initially highlighted a bold that's character zero to ten, mm-hmm. you know, so that's bold, and then they click on character five to fifteen and make it, you know, italic. So the system need like the the kind of the code the virtual DOM system needs to know where to close you know to actually fix that to fix that tag soup. So that was one of the issues we were dealing with was was fixing tag soup. So just write a function that always was smart enough to look at all the tags and make sure there was no tag soup. 
Um, and then the other one was, I can't remember now, but anyway, it was, it was good working with Colby because it was funny because of course he is like uber pragmatic like you. So, so we sit down first thing he's like, he's like, dude, dude, you don't, don't need to be smart about this. Like, you know, that it's, you know, you know that this character's bold. So just put a bold tags around this character, put bold tags around every character mm-hmm. <laughs> and then put italic tags around every character that's italic. And I'm like, well, um, that means that there'd be, you know, a hundred thousand tags on the page. <laughs> you know, it's like because every Justin, character would have its own hello? set of tags. Hello, can you hear Start me? Start over again. I lost you there for a minute. So just so go on. You were like what? Yes. Yeah, so he said, "Look, put a just put pull italic around every character." And you, yeah. Said, and I, so I'm like, I'm like Colby. That means there'd be like a hundred thousand tags on the page. Right. I mean, I, he's like, yeah, but it's easy. I mean, just like let's we can solve it. We can walk out of here in just a couple of minutes. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I know that, but like, I really don't want like every character on the page uh-huh. to have like its own set uh-huh. of tags. So we've actually got to do this right. So he's like, and then he's like, okay. So then he like started to apply his mind to it, and then we started thinking about it, and we went through it. But he was super helpful, super helpful. That's really, um, you know, so yeah. yeah. Well, you well I mean. He's just an 18-year-old knucklehead kid. So the fact that he could be helpful to a senior de- expert developer on oh, coding yeah. was um, surprising. And, of course, I was a very proud moment for me when I saw that he was helpful. I was like, because, I mean, you know, there's a lot of junior developers who still would not be very, who are out of college, you'd hire a year to, who still would not be very helpful for most things, right? I mean, right. they're not going to be able to help you do something they're going to be like you can tell them to do some simple stuff hey can you take this stuff out of the database and loop through it and show on a page and do this and okay yeah yeah but you know that was pretty cool um so he was able to help with the um no, he like he took he took the lead on one of them um that was like i don't think it was a tag soup one but it was it was still re- oh, no i think it was the tag soup one yeah he's he was like <clears throat> okay and it, it was very close to my first implementation, mm-hmm. but there was there was a, a, a critical piece that I missed. I can't remember what it was now. And so it was like really good to have both of our heads. But he's like, look, whenever he said something like, whenever we see the end of a tag, we'll create a split. Mm-hmm. So then the next iteration round will will we'll always split mm-hmm. because there was it was the end of a tag, and then we'll always split. But then we'll kind of loop back and see, did we actually need to split? Anyway, it was it was smart. Freaking flies, flies buzzing around. But it was smart, and I would say he is ready to go, like to go in intern and help people in a working oh, system. Yeah. Like straight, like he's he's ready. Yeah, he could. Um, yeah. He could. I. He's ready. I mean, looking at his code and stuff. I mean, he he could. He probably would outclass you know a lot of uh, and probably most like straight out of college people because they don't really know how to code. They know computer science. Oh yeah, but they can't. But also, he's he's good at brainstorming. Like, even though he's probably always going to go for the most lazy, pragmatic option mm-hmm. in the first place, which is a really good sign, by the mm-hmm. way. Um, like, once you kind of get him over the hump, look, you know, we're not going to do it that way. We're going to find we're going to find a better mm-hmm. like we're going to do it the right mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, then it's like okay, okay. <laughs> then he'll put then he'll apply his mind to doing it the right way. Mm-hmm. So that that's, was good. That's that was good. Great. You know, I really appreciate it. That's great. Well, I was really, I'm glad it could be helpful. You know, it's um. Well, this this project, this game he's working on. I mean, I I, th- I think that's just. I mean, I threw him into the fire on this thing. I mean, I got him started in the first you know couple days, 
you know, and helping them with the, what the overall architecture should be and, you know, some nuances with WebSockets and things like that and just some basics about how to, how to think about the design. Like any senior developer or architect would do with a, a, a junior developer or younger developer. Like, right, this is this is how I think this thing should be done, right? And then kind of checking in kind of closely for the first week or so and then kind of stepping further back. And then like, then after that, it's only if he needs to ask me a debugging question. And now this summer, I mean, he doesn't ask me for debugging help ever. He doesn't, I don't, I don't look at, I mean, the only time I look at the code when I walk in, I'm like, hey, you ready to go to lunch? And I kind of can look over his shoulder and he be like, yeah, you know, this thing is frustrating. I don't know, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. Yeah, let's get let's go. You know, that's it. Well, okay, but you, in a sense, you you probably could encourage him to um to brainstorm stuff like that, even though he doesn't. And I I think that a lot of developers can get into the habit of like feeling like they have to solve the problem, mm-hmm. and that they don't they don't want to talk about it with other developers, like because it's like a like a sign of weakness oh, or something. Yeah. No, well, I, yeah. I mean, we talk about things at a philosophical level. Yeah. At lunch, where he'll say, well, you know, fog of war, I'm trying to think, you know, we implement the fog of war and he could do this and that. And, you know, sometimes I'll say, well, you know, maybe I would consider doing it this way. But it's a get it's more at a philosophical level, right? It's not sitting down and saying, yeah, well, you yeah. put a breakpoint here and you got to this and that. And, you know, he was, um, but it's, it's kind of the same level. Like if you go to lunch, almost like a peer and they're, and they're, and yeah, they're talking, yeah. I'm just kind of like, I don't know, maybe try this, maybe you want to do it that way. But, um, but I think, I think one of the keys to the, why I think he's—I mean, he—he he has a natural aptitude and a natural interest, right? So that you can't really replace those. Those really help a lot. But what really has made the difference is, um, you know, Justin did an amazing job with Eurisco. I mean, he leveled those guys up in a huge way in the the computer science class that he was doing with them for the you know started the summer after yeah, yeah. his sophomore year. And um, they did for the next three years. So that was huge. But then this project of just having a really, really hard, really challenging project that's like, this is all yeah. you, man. I mean, this is a, you know, real time distributed game that has to, that's going to run, you know, all this stuff and has all these constraints. It's really challenging and it's really ambitious as it has to work. Um, and then when you, when you're in that situation, you know, you learn lots of things. You learn, not only do you learn how to, um, you're in technologies, you have to learn about WebSockets and SQL and JavaScript and CSS and Node and whatever. You have to learn all that stuff. You have to learn all that pretty well. But you learn how to refactor code. You learn how to test yeah. code. You learn how to, you know, you know, commit early and off it. Yeah. I mean, he learned a lot, a lot of the stuff earlier with Justin, you know, how to learn, you know, we got really good with Git and he got really, you know, learned how to test and stuff. But it really forces because, it, because the complexity of the project just has so much, it's so, um, it's just as a forcing function to doing things the right way because otherwise it's just not going to work. The, the, yeah, it's going to be The sheer complexity of it is going to overwhelm you and, and you're just going to get lost. So if you want this thing to work, you got to start doing things right. You got to write small functions and small classes and you got to name things correctly and you got to test things and you got to simplify code and you got to simplify it more. And, you know, it's just like all the things that we as senior developers who've done this for decades learn because if you don't do it, you're just going to suffer and things are going to fail and um, all these heuristics. So it's like... um. Yeah, I mean, just putting putting a putting someone on a really hard self-contained project. Um, I, I mean, it's just that 
I mean, and, and, and most people will tell you this, like, you don't learn technology, come up with a project. I mean, that, that's true. And the problem is, like, a lot of these projects are kind of, which is not, which is sort of necessary in a lot of cases, like, oh, they're relatively small projects. So if I am just want to learn this technology, I come up with a smallish two-week project or three-week project. But having this multi-year massive project has, the, you know, a next-level effect in terms of creating a... Um, you know, skilled developer. It's great. It's like, I don't have to teach him. <laughs> Pain is teaching him. <laughs> no, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's got a, he's, he's going to do amazingly. I mean, he's got an amazing career ahead of him. I can't wait to see where it goes. Yeah. You know? I, you know, yeah, um, I'm excited. And the, the game, well, you know, he posted his updates to the game on Discord. Yeah, as it's well. coming. Well, he was, he's been, he was playing last two Tuesday. He said Tuesday, he, every Tuesday, he's been doing a play test with his friend Eli. Eli is the son of a, good friend of mine from college who and eli mm. did the Eurisco class with them eli was even though he was living okay. up in uh the bay area and eli's super super bright kid and um and so uh it was just cool watching them play and i said like, so is it is it working and he's like yeah yeah it's working is there bugs he's like oh yeah <laughs> but colby's like <laughs> yeah. i was like yeah so that's that is he goes i gotta fix it but he's like yeah, i you know i fixed all the bugs and you know you know, a couple hours and, you know, the handful of bugs that he found. And then he's like, yeah, the performance was just a little, I had to make it faster. So he, he fixed a bunch of performance things. And I said, that's, what's great about play testing or, you know, real user testing is they're going to force you to create a better piece of software because they're, otherwise they're going to suffer. They're going to think this thing kind of sucks. So anyway, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I will, the last thing I'll say on this, I've been, I've been trying to, I've been encouraging him like post more updates to discord. Like here's the deal. Like, this is just a skill you need to learn, especially if you're going to be an entrepreneur, but just in general, learning how to communicate about what you're working on. And if if you're hoping to get some of these texting listeners to play test, like you need to get them bought in a little bit what you're doing. And if you just like come out of your cave in three months, say, hey, I'm ready to play test. They're going to be like, oh, okay, what's this thing again? But if you're like updating regularly and the guys are like, oh, cool, go Colby, then they'll be like, All right, Look. I'll give it a few minutes. He's, he's earned, he's earned, a half hour of my time, I'll play with it. It's like Arnold says, always be selling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I remind him, I remind him, I, 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 you know, I remind him of that at lunch somewhat regularly. Um, so uh, you'll be happy about something um, with Nitro Note. I'm going to do it more along the line, after some thinking, I'm going to do it more along the lines of what you were thinking, which is making it a... A collaborative app. Okay. Um, so I'm going to get to that faster. So you remember I was, uh, my great plan was make notes collapsible, make pages searchable, mm-hmm. make pages styleable, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm actually, the, the, the make pages styleable part, I, you know, I'm pretty close to shipping that. Um, I'll, I'll be back to work starting tomorrow mm-hmm. on that. So I'll have the bold, the italic, the headings. Um, I do need to do the bullets. But then after that, I think I'm going to go into collaboration and based on something Mark said, I think I'm going to give Elixir a try. So, yeah, I, I saw that. You were getting all excited. So here's, here's the question. So you're doing Elixir because they have kind of a plug-and-play, real-time collaborative back-end. So you, that's, that would be the real motivation for using Elixir on the back-end, right? Yeah, but, but also um, because Erlang has this reputation for, for scaling massively, uh, with not very many engineers being very cheap to run. Mm-hmm. Sounds cool. That may be, that may so, well be, and, that know, sounds I've, like a, yeah. another good topic. We can talk about Justin's adventures with Elixir. Right. But it's also great because I've got 
I've got Doug and Mark, who are two Elixir pros yeah. and who are, you know, might be able to answer the odd question. So it's not like being completely blind. Hopefully, that a little bit of help. Yeah. But maybe I'm maybe I'm taking advantage there. Maybe I'm being taking advantage of them. Well, I'm, so I'm sure they will only bad. help you as much as they're willing to help you. So they they'll be like, "I'm lost." <laughs> That's a good point. This is the fifth question from Justin. Last hour, I'm done. I got I got to work. Like they're not gonna. I'm sure they'll be happy to help, but you know, you know, they'll draw the boundary when they within need to. reason. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's uh, that sounds like fun. I mean, that sounds and and especially if it gets you excited about doing the collaboration, real time collaboration. That's great. Okay, so was there anything else on Nitro Note? Um, I mean, there's other stuff, but it's kind of in the details. Like we don't, I don't really need to get yeah, into we it. We can cover something next um, week, so we can move on to another topic. You know, well, you gotta. Do you have to go now? It's five o'clock. I think we yeah we could we could wrap up. I mean, we already discussed the shows, didn't we? Lower decks, give that a shot. Okay. Well, and another <laughs> thing shows I'll say is uh, Colby's been watching. He's been getting me to watch was a cyberpunk Edge Runners, which is sort of those okay. anime ish kind of things on Netflix. It's pretty good. It's pretty good if you if you like if you like that kind of thing. A great show that I was reminded of uh, that I watched was a Korean show, My Name. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely recommend this show. I'm, I'm pretty sure you'd like it. Um, and it's it's got English subtitles, so it, no English audio as well. You know, so they've they've done an overdub, and it's it's not like uh, completely crazy the overdub where their their lips are moving in a way that <laughs> that don't match their voice. Mm-hmm. But yeah, my name. I recommend that show. It's a really okay. good show. Um, <clears throat> all right, all right. So we done here. You gotta call it a call it a day. Are we we're we back on schedule we next done. weekend. You're Back good. On schedule, the Irish have been boot- booting them out of the country, and you have a little more, <laughs> little more free time. Yep. Okay, great. Well, that's a wrap. We're out. Of it.